You're listening to Fox Given, the one where we interview Rena Ellis. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed, And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. So my gorgeous girl Rena's been a best friend of mine for a while and she's an ex-porn star. She's currently, well, dabbling in stripping, but she also has dealt with mental health, uh, borderline personality disorder and sex addiction, which would be really interesting to touch upon. Yes. Oh, I want to correct something. Seasonal strippers. Seasonal strippers. It's like depending on the season. Like right now, I'm not. What what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I've never heard of that before. I think I made it up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was like really bad. It was like slow season. And now I think it's picked up, which doesn't make sense that I'm not. So I'll probably go back to it depending on how I feel. So it's like, you have like on season and off season mm, yeah. basically when it's busy and when it's yeah not, right? so i basically worked in the summer when it was shit oh, makes sense right no i, I would have no, thought someone would be busy no because no, all the too hot outside and also all like the dads and everything they're like with their wives <laughs> their kids it's like summer break summer right? holidays yeah exactly. what's, it, what's it like to strip um it's a bit like sales, I feel like. You have good days, and when it's good, I mean, it's effectively sales, if you think about it. Yeah. Good days, it's good, and then on bad days, it's bad. So you can either have a really good night, or you could literally make less than minimum wage, and just, yeah, you question your life. But <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, I had a lot of fun. It's good exercise. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Great we, we had a pole dancing lesson the other day with Ooh, our other guests that was on the podcast. Oh my goodness. That was that was a workout. We it did it for hard. like less than an hour and yeah. we were exhausted. So exhausted. Pussies. And <laughs> like actually looking sexy on a pole is harder than you would think it would be. Yeah. And then so if you're bad. drunk, it's even harder. Yes. Like, <laughs> you're like, you think you're being sexy, <laughs> but you just look like oh, an idiot. no. That's <laughs> fine. What's it like being up there and loads of people watching you? Um, you know, like at first I thought I would be like so nervous, but honestly, like it's, I like, I personally enjoy it because it makes me feel sexy being up there. I think if you're naturally shy, it's probably the worst thing. If you're like super shy, it's probably not for you. But it could go either way. It can maybe, like, improve your confidence or it'll mm-hmm. scare you. But, no, it's, for me, it was liberating. Like, it was, um, it was really good to, like, be out there and, you know. 
have fun. But sometimes, you know, it wasn't always fun. Sometimes I was like, I hate men. I hate all of you. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. But it's like any job. Any you know, job. sometimes we go into the it's office and we're like, oh, this day has drained me. I want to go home. I don't ever want to go back to work. And then other times it can empower you and you feel great and you yeah. spring out of work. True. So the last time that I saw you, mm-hmm. you were still doing porn. What happened? How come you decided not to do it anymore? Um few reasons i like for a second i don't regret for a second doing it i just knew that personally it wasn't for me i think it was a part of like me not feeling like i was in the best place and Mm -hmm. i felt like doing something like porn like you have to be in a good place otherwise it can literally in my opinion i feel like it could be really damaging Mm -hmm. um in the same way that if you're in a good place and you do it 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 can be really empowering especially if you know if you enjoy it so for me it just it felt like it wasn't something that was making me happy Mm -hmm. i wasn't very happy with my work and that might just be you know the thing in my own head but it just wasn't i wasn't happy with it and i it just but at the same time, I realized I really, like, enjoyed the camming. I really loved the fetish stuff because, like, obviously, like, I do like sex. Like, that's the whole reason why I got into it. But, like, I realized, like, just because you like sex doesn't mean that porn's going to make you happy. And it just yeah. wasn't making me very happy. And I just wasn't happy with my work. You liked so. some aspects of it. And you yeah, were able I loved to it. do those without being in porn, right? Exactly. Like, the fetish stuff. and the ca- I still love doing that, you know. What I fetish love- stuff? You know, like, I had a guy, like, you know, I, I have pissed on a guy's face and beat him <laughs> up, which was really, really fun for me. And he got a sexual kick out of it. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I had a guy who wanted to, like... <laughs> he basically wanted to be like an adult baby oh so he yes. would like kick and cry and like i basically had to baby him i didn't have to like do any i didn't like suck his dick or anything <laughs> but it was like he just got like a kink out of it like he of being babied and like that's a big fetish huge really yeah is. adult babies massive you can buy like adult diapers from I did that and I that. it was good it's good practice for me for parenting it really is <laughs> and I learned I learned a lot of like things you know that's what I love about it like I hear all these different fetishes like you guys know all about that like and you learn a lot about yourself and what you like and True. other people and mm-hmm. it's kind of a good it's kind of really like nice that like you not everyone can talk about it and I think that in itself is like a skill and like so yeah so he's like crying and screaming and i was changing and like you know nurturing him it made me feel like really important like, <laughs> it made me feel like a mama it's like, like i've mama got responsibility bear. yeah <laughs> i was like i have cute. yeah it's kind of fucked up but like at the same time like it's better that he's coming to me and like doing that than someone who could potentially like harm him or beat him up or like True. kink shame him i don't know mm-hmm. i just so obviously that among other things but yeah. like just you know anything kind of different and unconventional is like my thing yeah <laughs> makes things more interesting doesn't it? it does yeah so what do you think of the stigma surrounding the number like how many people you slept with it's so fucking annoying like i used to okay so like when i was like going out which is not that long ago but like when I was dating like assholes who were just like hypocritical and I used to like lower my number just because I mm. wanted them to respect me. So I'd be like, yeah, like 20 people, like, no <laughs> big deal. But um, so there is definitely still a stigma, especially being female. But now, 
kind of just being in a better place, I'm like, who? Like, I, there shouldn't be one because at the end of the day, like, if you're not hurting anybody and you're being safe, like, there really isn't anything wrong with having a lot of numbers and sexual partners. And also... It's actually great having a lot of numbers. It like, it means that you've learned yeah, more, yeah, you know more. I know what I like. Done more. But also, it doesn't define who you're going to be in the future. It doesn't no. mean, like, you can't... Like, you're not worthy of love because you happen to have a lot of partners. Like, mm. that's just, you know, that's how you learn and progress. So I mm-hmm. feel like... Oh, human beings. Exactly. Fucking animals. Do you think dogs go and ask, like, oh, how many people have... <laughs> they don't give a fuck. How they just hug each fucked? other. They just, like, <laughs> they don't care. Fuck number one. The last fuck. The last fuck. That was a really long time ago. Was it? Sort of. What's really long time <laughs> for you, though? Is this, like, two days ago? I wish. Um, Okay. I want to say, how long have I been here? Two Wait, weeks? No, yeah, I've been here. <laughs> Got here, like, day after my birthday. So, yeah, it's been at least three weeks. Shock horror. Mm, yeah. So long. Yeah, it's really not that long. <laughs> I, I think know. the last time I fucked was, like, three weeks ago, too. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> mine, I had sex recently, and mine was two months before that. I so know. it's just Yeah. It just, it varies. Like, we got to stop having this whole, <laughs> oh, my God, I only fucked this long ago like you fuck yeah. when you fuck and it's There's not a no bad shame thing it's no not shame fucking. not it's not shame i'm just getting like frustrated <laughs> i'm just like oh i because again i think that might tie to the bpd thing sometimes if i'm not having sex i'm like i don't feel attractive you don't love me mm. and the last person i fucked was my boyfriend who's amazing but he hasn't had sex with me, so I'm overthinking right now. But he can't because he's not here. So. Literally, borderline personality disorder. He's not having sex with me now, so I'm hideous. And it's like, he's not in the same country. Could you imagine if his dick was that long? He like, literally pronged over uh, from the US here. He should read my mind. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my last fuck. What happened on your last fuck? Can you go into detail? Um, You know, you know what? it's the first okay so while it's not like super like he doesn't degrade me and do the stuff that like i might be like that are my usual kinks it's the first time i've had sex with somebody who like i genuinely care about Mm. not just like oh you're hot i want to fuck and i think he is hot like every time i see him i tell him i haven't told him enough today but i tell him like how sexy he is every day all the time i'm like it's been 15 minutes and you're still sexy like <laughs> but <laughs> um so cute. but it's it's nice it's a different type of sex for me it's like sex for like a loving reason rather yeah. than just to get off and that's new for me it's the connection right yes it's it's like genuine like because like i can tell he cares about me and i care about him and before i wasn't able to tie sex to that i was only able to tie sex to like being horny and doing or like being abused <laughs> yeah which is you know hot it's in a fantasy up. but it's yeah. not hot when it no longer is a fantasy if that makes sense absolutely which i came to learn obviously well, that's everyone needs to learn that i think we all need to learn that at some point yeah because we yeah. Our, fe- our fetishes and our kinks especially when it's to do with degrading ourselves or degrading women we need to uh, it comes to a point where you learn that it's 
yeah, it's only the fantasy and you need that safety net to feel comfortable to be able to play that game. And it's even hotter too, like, I mean, I'm working on it, but like, it's even hotter when you can like, you know they care about you, but you're still able to like, play those like hot fetishes because you know you're in safe hands. It's not Mm. like they're actually gonna kill you. That role play. That'd be hot, but like, Mm. you know, like, it's it's not like out of hate or out of spite in a way. Fuck two. The first fuck. Okay, so I was 14. He, shocker, he was such a fucking asshole. Like, yeah. Shock horror. Who would have thought? Yeah, he was younger than me. Um, Not by much. Nothing like creepy or anything. Um, But we just didn't know what the fuck we were doing. But it was like, oh, we must love each other now so we can have sex. But we weren't, like, dating for a long time. It was maybe, like, two weeks. And he was a big jerk. Like, I was very insecure in school. And I remember him being like... I'm really hot and you know you should be lucky that I like you because Jesus. no one else would get with you but I was like fucking oh, says that so that age. hot like I was literally like he's such an asshole like so hot oh, um the bad boy yeah he was he had gotten expelled from school oh, um, oh my God. yeah I can't I don't regret it it was definitely not it wasn't like you know like traumatizing or anything but it was just like uh, the way you lose your virginity it wasn't special it was like oh we must love each other you know it was like i bled on his sheets and it was so not classy it was like and he just put the sheets in his closet for his mom to find oh fucking jesus yeah it was just not cute it just it just it sounds so immature and childish of course you were young yeah but you can still have sex at that age and still be mature about it yeah it was like i think that's where like my pattern started i was like oh i'm into bad boys oh my god we all think we're into bad boys right? in school. And then, <laughs> then you, you like, I, like every young girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you grow up and you're like, oh no, I like nice boys. Nice boys, nice yeah. boys turn me on. They actually make me wet. Nothing <laughs> about you... this like bad boy, I'm in love with myself shit. Ugh. Oh, literally Arrogance that makes me gag. I hate it now, but read, I mean, even, you know, a year ago, I was like, I don't know how you can date nice people. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, used yeah. to just give you shit for them. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, they have to be crazy. Yeah. They have to have, like, they have to be a sociopath. Yeah, Want to threaten to murder me, and then, yeah. I, then I'm game, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that was, you know, that was my thing. And, like, I didn't understand it for the longest time. But, it, like you said, it, it only... I think it's after I went to therapy and stuff, I realized like that's actually something I would like, but Mm. I don't think I wanted to like admit that for the longest time. I'm like, no, I just want to be like fucked all the time, which I do, but I do also obviously want the stuff that comes with it. It's just like, Mm. I think it's human. How did you feel when you started dating a nice guy? Um, you know what? I accused him of being a sociopath. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm, I swear to God, I was really upset that on our first date, he didn't try and have sex with me. I was really upset. But that's and, that's the, the BPD. Yeah, I was like, he the thinks B- I'm ugly. He doesn't BPD. want me. He's not into it. But he was just trying to be fucking respectful. And yeah. I was just like, why don't you want to fuck? We still had sex on the first date. <laughs> because like, 
I threw myself on him, obviously. But it was, yeah, it was, um, it was nice. It was different. I was texting my friends, like, what do I talk about? Like, what do I do? Because I hadn't really been on, like, a conventional date before. Mm. I've always just been used to, like, jumping straight to, like, mm. having where, sex. Where did you go? We just went to some bar. And he was, I was, like, really late. and <laughs> Standard. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, like, you know, waiting for me. I was, like, well, I couldn't find you on Instagram. Like, I was, like... I was trying to stalk him before just to figure out, you know, if there's any dirt I need to find. But yeah, it was, um, I asked a lot of questions. I kind of asked if he was a sociopath. I was asking what do you mean a lot kind of, of asked? I mean, I, I asked, I accused him of trying to kill me. Fuck, said, on your first date? No, not on the first. This uh-huh. was like the third, because he was like really nice. So I was like, okay, like you're being really nice. Like you clearly are hiding something mm-hmm. or like you're trying to like, I don't know what I thought he was trying to do, but... It was weird. It was hard to adjust because I just didn't. I was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, I don't know why, but I feel weird. I was overthinking everything because I was like, he's actually asking about me. Like, was this before before therapy or after therapy? Well, I was in therapy. Ah, so it was like working its magic. So I had been in obviously every like week for part of the therapy. I was like, so he's asked me this. And she was like, okay. She's like, I don't think he likes me because he's not like blowing up my phone and texting me all the time. And she's like, maybe he has a life and it's not healthy when someone blows up your phone demanding, you know, to know where you are. Like, that's not, that's Mm -hmm. not healthy. Mm -hmm. And so it taught me how to like have a balance rather than like kind of jumping into things and being obsessed with each other because I mistook that as him not being attracted to yeah. me or liking me when really he was just trying to like mm. it's so you know, interesting it hopefully if anyone else have felt these feelings before maybe go you know chat to a professional because there might be something underlying there that you might not realize you have true especially when it comes to mental health like those are not normal thoughts to have yeah. those are thoughts that are like you know that just fuck with you fuck three the best fuck okay so i I was talking about this with reed so there's best fuck as in like depending on like the mood i'm in like and then there's best fuck with someone you love so like the for example the, f- the fuck I'm having right now is it's effectively yes is the best fuck in the main in the point where it's like genuine mm-hmm. but at the same time I've definitely had sex where you know it, it was really good and I got off on it because it was kind of wrong and again it has risky. to go risky <laughs> so I think it has to go with again consent and like doing it with someone you trust I mean I definitely the best one of the best uh, fucks I've had was definitely not with someone I would want to spend the rest of my life with but it was definitely very sexy <laughs> yeah um, tell us more like okay so obviously the whole thing about for me the whole thing about fan you know our fantasies like because it's not real and it's the opposite of who you are I used to get off and pretending that I'm something that I'm not. So I know you don't agree with me with this. <laughs> I liked doing the virgin, the virgin thing. So like having sex on my period. So I had like my period and like I'm super horny on my period. Like I don't know if you are, but like it's just 
hormones yeah absolutely a lot of people are mm -hmm. so it was like (laughs) was having sex with someone who i again know like there was never gonna be like a long-term like it wasn't like a long-term love you know just wasn't never never was gonna be but it was like i you know i was like i really got off like playing the virgin and it just kind of spontaneously happened because i didn't know i was getting my period so i was like really horny and like we ended up having sex and i like blood and i was at first i was like fuck i'm so sorry and then he ended up being really into it and then i being like this really like <laughs> yes. sexy like fucked up like virgin gets fucked by like, rape role play type <laughs> shit, which again <laughs> i'm not like glorifying rape that's just something it's role I got play off on it's mm-hmm. role play there's no you know hurting children or animals with children or animals just need to put that out there um so but a lot of people get off on rape role yeah, play and that's oh my God. it's quite yeah. a big kind of gray area yeah, isn't it because it is. people are like is that okay like, because it, it's it's only okay if it's consensual to yourself and you were the one that it's getting done right. to as long as it's role play yeah like and it's actual not role play. real yeah right like i'm not like mm. oh now let's go and like actually do that mm-hmm. like no that's when it no. becomes reality yeah. and that's not sexy and no. there are still gray areas of the role play you're allowed to have a role play like that where it is pretty hair raising and you are allowed to be enjoying it and stop enjoying it and you're allowed to say I don't enjoy this anymore. Can we do something different? Yeah. yeah that's also okay. Oh, and that, for sure. that can be expected. There's a lot of people that start off doing rape role play and they don't enjoy it. True. And they feel like they can't say no because they've already set that And up. then that's just, you know, so I think it has to be with somebody that obviously you trust. And mm-hmm. with this Definitely. person, yeah, we didn't have the healthiest relationship. <laughs> I was going to say, did you trust him? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. And again, that was a little worrying to me. I was like, oh, this is so fucked up and bad, but it's making me wet. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't encourage that. But like, I mean, that's what I liked. It's kind so. of random, isn't it? Like I yeah. had quite kinky sex with an almost stranger. Well, mm. almost oh my a stranger. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't, couldn't trust him because i didn't know him properly made it yeah made it so much hotter yeah isn't yeah. it it's like this could be a psychopath i could literally. honestly die tonight I but literally this dick is inside me and i'm, I'm loving this yeah <laughs> it's so hot it's, it's so wrong it's so confusing it is because we shouldn't be condoning this and we should be the smart people that do exactly. it with someone we trust and love and you know know that if we say stop they're gonna stop but yeah. you're also you know we're, we're humans <laughs> we're gonna meet people and fuck them on the first time we meet them we have yeah. no idea who they are you I have mean, to go on body language and we're turned on by how they feel wrong yeah yeah that is it, it we are it's true we are broken <laughs> yeah and most of my we're not sexual, broken it's all good yeah no most of my sexual partners i'm being truthful i didn't really know them yeah <laughs> like that's just like how i i've never i've been very shy in other ways but like that's something i've always been i've been able to have sex with a lot of people and not like you know i don't give a shit about who they are mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just that's just my history though obviously Ch- things change but i think things always change yeah doesn't matter what your history has been now you can always have a brighter sexual future in the beginning it sounds like you already are i mean i didn't like nice guys i was like this makes me, this shit makes me dry yeah like, i was convinced but then i found out like actually i do want someone nice i just want someone who is also gonna who treat me with respect and fuck me with respect and disrespect <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Fuck number four. The worst fuck. There's just too many, but I have one that I, when you <laughs> oh told me what to think about, I was like, this one. So, well, there's two. There's one, I'll, one is brief. That's worse on my part. I had like, I like sharded on a guy's chest and I wasn't even doing, <gasps> I wasn't even doing anal. Fucking That's what? the worst part. Like I was riding him, oh, I was like, oh, fuck. don't. And I was like, it's fine, Marina, like, it's a silent fart, but it was like me? a shart. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but so I like, <laughs> oh my God. I was not expecting that. Yeah, it was like a full <laughs> shart. Oh, to oh. clarify, a shart. Who, listeners who don't know, I think they shit know. Fart. Oh. <laughs> it's like a oh. fart shit. Yeah. So wait, like, how did how were you on his chest and how not how did on this his happen? chest? Like I was like riding him, like I was on top of him, and I was like my stomach. I just felt like a growl, and I was like, oh no. I was like, all right, I, I should stop, but I was like, no, like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. And I just kind of like, all right, I'm just gonna let it. And you know when you like get get really into it you relax right so naturally yeah. your asshole relaxes and i was yeah. like and i was like <laughs> oh, it what, was, what happened what did he I, do like, God, you spray I, him yeah i literally was like i'm so sorry how do you know you actually like shat on him though i didn't like fucking saw it but you actually like i was it. like this and i because i knew something wasn't right at that point like i obviously wasn't looking at my asshole but i was like <laughs> so it wasn't on his chest it was like it was like on his like this stomach area. Yeah, like, uh, oh, oh god, no. I, I still remember it. Fuck. I, I mean, even, I can't believe I'm even saying. But this how did he, how did he react? He was nice about it. Oh really? Oh. That's actually well. But he went good soft. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I you mean, would, right? You yeah, would. You would. Someone, you got poo somewhere. Kind of in the moment, yeah. a little bit. I mean, it wasn't it's unless like, he was into it. It would make sense if it was like anal, but it's like which I've obviously done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shit a lot, but. This Wait, was, shit a lot or done anal a lot? No, no, I shit a lot, and so, but that would have made a little bit more sense if it was like, oh, you know, because that is where that yeah. is the shit's house, right? But like, <laughs> this was this was like not even anal, so that was like really embarrassing. But hey, no. You these learn. things happen. It's gonna say you're so right about when you relax, you fart. Like especially, yeah. I, I always need a fart when I'm getting eaten out. Always, oh like a little God. little bubble always gets there. And I'm oh like, God, same. like you're clenching my asshole to try and keep it in. Because the last thing I want to do is fart on some poor person's face. <laughs> yeah, and you're I, like, oh. I farted on you yesterday. <laughs> oh, like, you did. Last night oh we did God. a we did like a duo cam show together. And yeah. I don't know what we were doing. We were just talking. Oh, we're you made ta- me laugh. I mean, <laughs> you made me laugh. And we were like in a scissor position, like scissoring for the camera. And honestly, I just farted. <laughs> straight up and i couldn't stop laughing but i'm I'm lucky enough like we fight in front of each other all the time we shit in front of each other it's absolutely fine (laughs) thank god you know imagine it's like someone you know yeah you relax me so much babe you know it's just the effect i have on people (laughs) clearly what some people have on me for fuck's sake okay so we have a segment on our podcast where our listeners ask us questions okay and this is this week's hi girls so me and my boyfriend are newly in a relationship we had sex for the first time and it was over pretty quickly when i gave him a bj he comes very quickly too i never want to make him feel bad over it but i don't want to pressure him at all 
but I can't help but feel a little frustrated. Mm. Is there any way to lengthen our time together? We're both pretty young and still learning. Does it get better the more times you do it? Absolutely. I think, first of all, pat on the back that you have some good dick sucking skills like you should take it as a compliment like (laughs) instead of seeing it as like a frustration which i completely understand Mm. think of it as like a flattery thing like oh he's so into it and that should make your sex life better too the fact that he's into it maybe spend more time like on foreplay rather than getting straight to his dick mm, or focus kind of, put the focus on you rather than him yeah like maybe get him to you know eat you out or yeah massage whatever mm, play with you with toys play with your toys yeah, make, your clit, make sure you're getting kissing. the pleasure as well yeah like maybe put it on you first i've noticed i know that because it's happened to me where at first, I was like, why are you trying to focus on me all the time? But then I realized, oh. And I, you know, I, I actually kind of liked it. I was like, I'm actually, it makes me feel really, like, attractive. So I, yeah. like, to know that I'm wanted. So I feel like focus on other parts. Don't just go straight for his dick and start jerking him off. Like, focus on other parts. Let him please you. Maybe, like, maybe don't, like, jerk him off so fast. Mm -hmm. Maybe, like, kind of tease him a little bit. Edge him, you know, because then I feel like... And then I think the more you do it, at least from my experience, like, the more they get used to you and Mm -hmm. they'll be able to control it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty common with young people in your team. Oh, yeah. It's not even just young people, like, inexperienced. If you're not experienced Mm -hmm. or, you know, you're with someone you haven't had sex with before, then it can be hard to yeah. hold that back like who wants to hold an orgasm back yeah, it can be true. hard you have to tighten muscles you have to know which muscles to tighten yeah. but there are also quick things you can do like using condoms using condoms, um, like numbing definitely. lubricant which isn't really yeah. fun for the guy and also telling or you know uh, explaining to a man that that he can actually practice on his own true. to be able to learn to hold his comeback which is when you masturbate and just before you orgasm, stop. you stop yeah. and you hold the muscles and you tighten. It's like, you know, when you're you're yeah. you're stopping yourself peeing and you go on yeah, the toilet and you stop and you start and you stop. And that's good for your muscles. Yeah. And that's called edging, right? Yeah. Edging when you're doing it with cum, not with piss. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I, I exactly. I think with like the amount of patience, though, but yeah, you also patience. have to be able to talk about it. Definitely. I think mm, maybe have to. talk to each other about it. Although I guess it's a quite kind of hard thing to bring up. I know, like, like you come uh, fast. You come too fix quickly. It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even just talking about sex, you don't have to talk about that specifically. Or just be like, mm. you know, I think it's really sexy that you're really turned on. Like, you know, start off by yeah. being like how, like, by how like sexy you think it is. So don't make him feel bad about it. But yeah. then maybe slip in like, I've noticed this thing. Why don't you like try like... Mm-hmm. eating me out or i don't know if he mm. comes while eating you out without touching his dick well then he must have a magical vagina just, <laughs> yeah um, start start having healthy talks about sex and yeah. making it okay to talk about absolutely anything yeah um, and it will makes get it better easier. absolutely like, definitely the yeah. first times i was having sex when i was a teenage, teenager like hardly any of it was good it just got better oh, with time i didn't mm-hmm. come for like I didn't even know. I was like, am I a freak? Like, I can't come. Like, it took, I mean, more times than not, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to come. Like, you have to go down on me or, like, rub my clit. Like, it's not like I can just come, like, from, like, being fucked, like, in doggy. I love yeah. that. that was yeah, favorite. well, that, I mean, I've only just learned how to 
come from just penetration. Same. Well, it's like fucking, what, 26, 7, 8 years? Same. Uh, it, it, it takes a long time. Yeah, everyone orgasms differently as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And you don't, like, don't put the pressure on yourself. No. Fucking hell. Okay, this week's sex story is... Okay, this is a story about someone's friend. She went on a date this past week with a guy who has been bugging her on Insta for ages. It took them a while to arrange as they live in different places, but they ended up going to dinner and going to the cinema. He said at the end of their date that he would like to spend more time with her and he would book a hotel room. (laughs) They spend a few hours together where he sucked her toes but nothing else happened between them so she said that she had to go out to the shop and popped out for 10 minutes and when she came back he was gone oh my god he hasn't (laughs) spoken to her since but also hasn't blocked her on any social media she stayed in the paid hotel for the night alone oh poor girl I mean, he's just clearly a foot freak. He was yeah. only there just for foot fun, but he should have explained that first. Yeah, like no one deserves that. No, there's yeah. there's nothing wrong with being into feet and Not doing just foot stuff, but let somebody know. Don't just like yeah. come in pretending like you're going to have sex and going to get her off and then you just suck her feet and fucking leave. That's rude. That yeah. would be really confusing. And like, like imagine if you just thought like, oh, I'm going to sleep with this guy. He's with the hotel Yeah, room. and she probably was like, oh, what's wrong with me when probably nothing is wrong with her. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The fact that he just left unannounced, that that's low. You know, yeah. like, don't be a yeah. coward. Explain the situation. Say, like, look, this isn't working. I can tell you're not into it. I'm not into it. Be a gentleman. Not even yeah. just a gentleman. Yeah. Just be, do the honourable thing and explain that you're just going to go. It's not working. But also just communicate what you wanted out of the yeah, situation. Communicate. Because yeah. otherwise she might have been like, hell yeah, suck my feet all night. Yeah, that's true. You I mean, know. it's always possible she wasn't into it. It was very clear. And he was like, okay, true. she's not into this, so I'm going to leave. But, but that's still unacceptable to not say anything Um, i mean maybe he thought that she had left because she said that she was popping out to the shop possible i don't know it sounds like an opportunity to jump ship but then again that could be solved with just fucking talking to each other yeah like what's what's good i mean he never spoke to her again either yeah i mean i don't think it's right for anyone like this person talking this person re- replaying the story sounds like, oh, I didn't even block her. It's like, you shouldn't have to block people. Blocking people is pretty childish. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, Unless they're trying to kill you. Yeah, like, like you know, it's a bad sex experience. You don't need to block anyone. Come on, it's... <laughs> why why would you honest. feel like you need to block someone? Yeah, just be like... Unless they were harassing yeah, you. Yeah, unless they're harassing like, you, you know. absolutely. There are, like, there are reasons, but if it's just to like get out of like explaining a situation yeah. you're being a pussy yeah. like i don't even like saying that coward a coward because i love pussy but yeah no pussy. like stop like it's just like it could be avoided just by communication yeah Commun- but yeah that's something that but that's something we all struggle with so definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah and such especially a shame. if you're nervous about your kinks yeah, yeah but i mean it doesn't sound like it he's not embarrassed about it if he was embarrassed he would have just asshole. blocked it yeah he it sounds like it's, it's an asshole thing to do selfish don't just, just yeah. leave 
unless again miscommunication he explained that he was gonna leave and she didn't catch it yeah like True. maybe he's like oh or maybe gonna... maybe you're right maybe he thought that she was leaving for good yeah i, I didn't get thought, what you mean yeah yeah maybe he thought that she was like not into it gonna say you know, oh i'm just going to the shop and then never come back yeah and then he was like his Fuck point this. of view yeah. like if i was a guy like yeah but like i have really crazy thoughts like you know like I was at a guy's house and like it was at his house and he went to the store to get something and I was like he's ditched me but I was in his house <laughs> so he's I was coming like, back yeah I was like he's not coming back he's left me here yeah I mean yeah, yeah he could have been thinking those things yeah so totally. it's very possible that's rational but he could also <laughs> just be an asshole <laughs> Okay, well, it's time for us to fuck off now, unfortunately. Thank you so much, Rina, for coming on. You've been such a great guest. Yeah, really interesting. Thank you so much, babe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Having a good old old sex chat. I love doing podcasts when you know people, just because it's it's so relaxed. You're so comfortable. The juicy details. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. But thank you so much, babe. Where can our listeners find you if they want to hunt you down? Uh, my Instagram, if it doesn't get deleted, is at Rena Ellis X, and my Twitter is Little Miss Rena. Rate, subscribe, and review our podcast, everyone, mm, so that we skyrocket up in the charts. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sounded like I don't know, like a television show. Shall we skyrocket up in the charts? <laughs> Um, five stars only if any of this information in this podcast you think will be beneficial to anyone else share it share the love spread the STIs Mm. which is sexually transmitted information oh I was like "Um, maybe not (laughs) (laughs) use a condom people and wrap it up yeah if you're if if any of these things have been hard for you to hear or if you've recognised yourself in any of the stories we've talked about them please seek professional help because oh my god I love therapy it has changed my life and I'm sure Rena would agree yeah Yeah. and if you have any sex stories or questions you want to ask us please DM us on Instagram at comecurious c-o-m-e curious yeah please (laughs) bye okay bye. bye bye everyone in the 1970s john todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale he claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the illuminati and urged christians to prepare for a violent world takeover first of all the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern day conspiracy theory from Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.